This is On The Block with Brent Adams. Welcome back, friends. Great to have you here on The Block ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Let's get right to it. Every Thursday, we're, we're locking in. Football season is here, and uh, always a privilege, uh, ever, always a pleasure and a privilege, I should say, to have the head coach of the Orange, Dino Babers. It is presented by Syracuse Orthopedic Specialists, and uh, let's hear from the head coach now. Well, Coach, before you, you really get into the grind of the season and week by week and game by game, I wanted to ask kind of one more big picture thing as we go into the season. Just I want to know what it's been like for you to go through last season and all the craziness of, of that year and, and a lot of unprecedented things, dealing with that in the offseason and, and really what you learned about being a coach and, and dealing with some things, even in, in your experience as a coach, maybe you never had to deal with before. You know, I think the biggest thing is just the uh, the, di- the the new generation. You know, all the social media and and how much uh, uh, information just goes from one place to another so quickly, and how people perceive it. And um, it 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 all comes back to, I guess, just the human nature of things. That even though these guys look like big, strong, powerful people, and they are, but they're they're still really you know young men you know, at heart and, and, you know, there's a lot of emotion to them and you need to make sure that you're always, you're trying to lead and you're trying to have them grow and be better fathers, better sons and better husbands. But you also got to remember that they're still young and, and they have time to make mistakes and they have time to learn from, from them and still turn out to be, you know, one hell of a guy. Have you seen with name, image and likeness and the transfer portal and some of these changes out there, how do you turn that into an opportunity, right? Because at the end of the day, you got to deal with it and roll with it. How, how have you done that even in a, in a short period of time? Well, name, image, and likeness, I think it, we're still young in the growth of that. But I think with the state of New York and New York City and, and things here in Syracuse, I think that that's going to be extremely positive for us. They're always looking for, there's always companies and car dealerships and and, and whatnot looking for people to, you know, to represent their products. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for a lot of people in that. And then if you grow your brand and you grow beyond Syracuse, I mean, you know, that city called New York, there's a reason why they sing songs about it. I mean, it could be a heck of a financial deal for you. There's, there's absolutely no doubt. And then when the transfer portal, you know, everybody gets an opportunity to make a decision and everybody gets an opportunity to make a mistake and transfer portal gives them an opportunity to correct it. And I, you know, I think it's something that's that's good because in the long run, when it comes to a company or or a football team, you really want people who want to be here. You really don't want to have people who don't want to be here. And it's not fair to lock them into a contractual thing that, you know, maybe uh, they don't want to up here to after being here a year or two. The only the only thing that to me is that you got to be careful with, Brent, is that, you know, sometimes we don't know what's good for us. And. Uh, and that's where I mean you get to make a mistake. You can go make a mistake, go in the portal, go somewhere else and go, you know what? I made a mistake. I should have stayed. So you can't get past it. Young people are going to make mistakes and and uh, eventually they'll grow out of making those mistakes and they'll turn into you and I. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
Well, Coach, turning to uh, your quarterbacks, uh, Tommy DeVito is is quarterback one. I know you've said that you won't hesitate to put Garrett Schrader on the field if you feel like that's necessary, but how do you feel that the team got better and, and watching that competition? I know there's competition at every position, right? But the quarterback gets uh, the brightest spotlight there. How did the team in general get better in watching those two compete for that ultimate job? You know, I go back in history for that one. I go back to the week that uh, we opened up the competition between Eric Dungy and, uh, and, and, and Tommy. And I'm not making this up, and I'm not trying to make it sound good. I've never seen two guys compete for a job the way I saw those two guys compete. They were mad at me a little bit, <laughs> upset with me a little bit. But I've never seen competition like that between two quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, a lot of people might have thought, you know, you're going to choose one, you're going to choose the other. I I chose the one who won the competition and it was extremely close. It was, it was extremely close. Uh, I thought that was healthy for the team. I can't remember what week that happened on the team, but I think from that point on our team was different. They realized that if that position is up for grabs, all positions are up for grabs. And then the way they compete competed, yet they weren't uh, angry with each other or that they were still unselfish and they were taking care of the team, I think really made our team grow. And I think that's kind of carried into the competition between uh, DeVito and Garrett. I don't think there's any, any anger or anything about it. Garrett can't control anything when Tommy's out there and playing quarterback and Tommy can't control anything when Garrett is out there playing quarterback. There's no sense in, wishing ill will to the guy. You know what I mean? He's out there competing. The only thing you can do is control what you can control when you're out there. And the rest of the football team needs to do their part so that in making a decision, it's a fair decision. Well, none of it uh, goes forward if that offensive line's not functioning left to right, as you well know, coach. And just last year, unprecedented in terms of the bodies just dropping left and right. A little more consistency at the start of camp. I know you got a couple of owies there on the position, but how would you frame the offensive line right now as we go into this first game against Ohio? Way healthier than last year. You know, it's just like you said, we've had some some guys in, some guys out, some owies, but Brent, I will take it compared to last year. Here we go, in a New York minute. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I've never seen anything like that. And uh, I don't ever want to be a part of anything like that again that happened last year. It was uh, it was a real downer. And uh, just to be able to survive that and come out the other side, I think, is a, uh, is a win based off of what was going on last year. Health-wise in general, I know uh, McKinley Williams has been dealing with an illness and a couple of things. How would you grade your team health-wise going into this game? I wouldn't say that we're at full strength, but I would, but I would say that I don't think we've lost anybody for the entire year. And that's again, based off of last year, I'm taking that and I'm, that's my dessert and I'm running out of the door and I'm going to eat it. I, we, no one is not, have, we have not lost anybody for the entire year. We're going to have right now, we still going to have access to everybody that has been crucial uh, in coming back to give us an opportunity to, to write some wrongs from last year. Ohio coach, uh, you talked about it earlier this week. You've been on both sides of a matchup like this, and you know what their motivation is going to be. And this is a team that only played three games last year. So getting a read on on what they are, you're going by maybe reputation. They've run the ball a lot. They're a very physical football team. Even some of your players this week have, have noticed that on camp. So 
uh, as this game gets ready to kick off here? What's the thought on Ohio and how you have a successful day against them? First of all, you got to win the turnover battle. That never changes. It's going to be a physical game in the fronts, and we need to win. You know, some some games are like, if we could just hold our own, we need to win. If, if they're just as physical in their fronts as we are, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be tough. We need to be more physical in our fronts than they are. And then uh, there's going to be something that's bad is going to happen, and you're going to have to deal with it. You know, there's going to be some kind of adversary ad, adversary in the game, and and you're going to have to deal with it as a team and work through it. And then uh, the fourth quarter, it always comes down to the fourth quarter, and if you win the fourth quarter quarter, then you're going to have a real chance to win a close football game. And I anticipate this game being close. That's Dino Babers presented by Syracuse orthopedic specialists. And we'll be chatting with the head coach every Thursday here, but you'll get more from the head coach tonight on the Dino Babers show over on TK 99, seven o'clock. And by the way, that is live at heritage Hill in Jamesville. Great spot. Kevin Liverpool and our Q sports chat saying a great spot. Those of you that have been out there know it's a great spot, and, and what a great uh, excuse to get out there and be there if you haven't yet to hang with the coach and Matt Park on the Dino Baber show tonight at 7 o'clock. So much more from the head coach on this matchup coming up. And it really what stands out to me, we look at this from all angles, right? You kind of mine and look at everything, and a football matchup allows you to do that because there's six days in between games. This one we've had an entire offseason to look ahead to. It's that offensive line. If that offensive last year, I don't think people really appreciate how bad that was. And I'm not excusing the failures of the offensive line in the past couple of years because it's not all injury. They've given up 88 sacks in two years. I mean, you can't get around that. That's the most in the country. Injury is in that equation. Dino would be quick to remind that, you know, not every sack is on the offensive line but it's 88 sacks in two years. And they know that, and they wear that, and they understand that. They're not running from it. They're not excusing it. But the amount of players that were hurt, out, COVID-related, playing hurt, Chris Elmore in it, left guard, you can't win that way. I'm sorry, you just can't. You can't have a functioning offense when that is what your offensive line is. So if you can go left to right and Matthew Bergeron at 6'5", 350 and can stay healthy. We talked to Tommy DeVito earlier in the show about Chris Blake, getting him out there, how excited he is, and he just was in awe of how big of a body that is. That's an SEC-level player at left guard. you got 6'6", 320 at left guard. as a, and Chris Elmore's a big dude. They call him Rhino for a reason. He was playing at about 290 at left guard last year. Now you got a 320 in at left guard. I think Carlos Veterello has made the transition to center really well. You want Dakota Davis healthy and back out there, 6'5", 325 if possible, so we'll see how that goes. And then to have an experienced guy like Aaron Service back, and people will look at that and say, well, what difference does it make if you have experience back when the experience is 88 sacks in two years? Well, they have not had gone left to right with a consistent offensive line for pretty much two years. You look at the great teams out there. Look at the great offenses out there. If you don't score in college football these days in bunches, you will lose. And I don't want to take anything away from the 3-3-5 defense and the ball hawking that they've been able to do the past couple of years. I think it's an element that we haven't really discussed enough. 
how consistent they've been taking away the football. They've been amongst the leaders in the country the last two years. But when you have an offense that can't cash in those takeaways, it's all for naught, right? That's it right there. And I understand that's football, right? The key to football is you got to stay healthy in the trenches. You got to have playmakers in the trenches. But it is particularly important for Syracuse. It is critical for Syracuse when you have a quarterback who's trying to bounce back from an injury, trying to prove all the accolades and everything up to this point. Tommy needs time in the pocket. He needs an extra half second or second. I understand football today, the quarterback has to make plays on the run. He's got to escape trouble. We were really spoiled by that, watching football the past few years. Like, I'm a Bills fan. The play's never over with Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, Eric Dungy a few years ago here, right? That's where the game's going. But you still have the Mac Jones of the world who won the job in New England. The pocket quarterback is still a thing in football. Not everybody can be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you name it. That's Tommy's game. That's what he is. That's what he's good at. Give him an extra half second to a second to process, get a receiver open, deliver, and execute the play. That's it. That's the key to the season. That is it right there, because if that offensive line breaks down again, I mean, we're going to come back to the same conversations we had, because the defense can only carry this team so far. Like You're going to beat Liberty in a few weeks. You're going to go toe-to-toe with Rutgers at home. You're going to compete with some of these ACC teams. You're not going to do it by grinding the game down and bringing it into the, the teens and lower 20s and not being able to outscore people. One or two games a year, that can happen. Maybe weather's a factor or Everybody just has that game or you have a few turnovers and it's just let's get the hell out of here with an ugly win. But, folks, this is what we were sold. This is what Syracuse football is supposed to be. This is what they want to be. Orange is the new fast. Doesn't happen if that offensive line doesn't stay healthy. It's that simple. And on that note, we will break. Thanks to Coach Babers, of course, for joining us and look forward to chatting with him throughout the year. And you should look forward to the Coach Babers show tonight, 7 o'clock at Heritage Hill and, of course, over on Brostad TK99. The blind side awaits next. See what Tommy Gunn's got up his sleeve. Stay right there.